fabulous and, and very obviously amazing. So welcome to Tuesday. What I thought I would talk about with you today is some things that come up as you know they do. We are talking about visible life. We've got visible life happening next weekend. And some of the things that often come up at these events. So I've been running this training on and off for the last, um, oh golly, what do we say? The last 18 months, nearly coming up two years with different people. And the thing that always comes up almost inadvertently, hey Tani, is this whole concept of imposter syndrome, this worrying about everybody else being more qualified than you, worrying about, um, you know, how to stand out and all of this kind of thing. And the way that I like to think about it is that like, it's like these little gremlins, right? That kind of come up and they, they're cockroaches that eat away at the foundation of your confidence before you've even freaking started. So there's some advice that I've been giving people and I thought that it might be helpful for you as well. So Often what comes up for people is that they will think, oh, well, I, I don't have enough experience yet. I don't have enough knowledge yet. I don't, I haven't got enough time doing what it is that I've been doing. You know, if I go and start to promote myself and start to put myself out there, what does that then mean? Uh, and this kind of talks into a little bit of imposter syndrome, which I popped in the, in the subject of today's live. Um, I remember, I remember in 2010, so I'd had a, I'd been working at that point in time. I, I worked for, for one of the major banks in Australia for 12 years. So really high performer, uh, doing really well. I loved it, but I always wanted to do more. And stepping out of that and into my own business where I didn't have extensive, I didn't see that I had extensive experience doing what it was that I wanted to do, which was coaching, helping, mentoring people to create a really powerful personal brand, right? And they use the visual branding as, as the, the pivot point for me to be able to do that kind of work. And I remember looking around thinking there are so many other people out there like this. We're talking about 2010. Uh, it was just sort of when coaching and, and mentoring started to become a little bit more mainstream, right? So it was a bit more common. And I suppose the things that I used to think about back then is like, well, why would anybody choose to work with me? You know, why would they choose to work with me versus working with someone else who has very clearly had more, more time in the game, more experience in the game? I was worried about what my peers would think, uh, not only the people in my industry, but also I used to get really hung up on worrying about what the, the, my family members would think. So the, my extended family members, not my immediate family members, but you know, I, I didn't want to look like an idiot, right? I wanted to speak with authority. I wanted to speak with, with certainty and with conviction the same way that I would have done at the bank. Uh, at the bank, I, was, I would run seminars and educate people and organize networking nights. And you know, I was really doing things in a different way at the bank to what a lot of other people had been doing. And what the one thing that I knew is that if you wanted to talk to me about principal and interest or interest only or building your own house or whatever, like I had, I was just like bang, 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 bang. You know, I knew everything, all the ins and outs, all the nuances, all of the, all of the things. Whereas stepping into my own business, I was like, well, shit, I don't know anything. And that's not actually true because I've been running an online business since about 2005, I think. Uh, maybe 2006, where it was a, a jewelry importation business and I was importing, wholesaling, retailing all around the country and, and doing different things with that. So 
the thing that I didn't, that I neglected to look at was almost like the, the transference of skills. And I think this is a really common thing. So when I was at the bank, I would talk to people and I would ask them questions. I would get inside their head. I would work out what it was that, that they wanted to do and achieve and then create a solution to help them get that. Coaching, mentoring, training is really no different, right? It's like we, we find out in what you would see with your clients and uh, your prospects, your audience members. You find out where they're at, you work out where they want to be, and you take them across the, you know, they, you build a bridge and you, you go across with them. So it's like this really consultative approach. So for me, I was like, I, I couldn't see that. And I actually couldn't see that, that transition or that similarity for years, to be honest with you. So I think one of the things that um, really helped me was to put the blinkers on. So I was like, okay, there are many other people out there. I know there's plenty of people in your industries. There's new people coming in all the time. If you're doing stuff online right now, you're noticing that everybody is trying to do things online because, you know, hashtag Corona. Uh, and, and the thing is, is that you could get caught up. Hey, Maxine, you could get caught up in the... Uh, oh, you know, there's, there's so much competition, there's all of this going on and this, that and the other. Or you could go, fuck this shit, put your blinkers on and just forward focus and stay in your lane and do the things that you need to do, right? Uh, that will help you with overwhelm. Hands up if you've ever felt overwhelmed with the which way do I go, what angle do I take, there's all these people doing all of these things. It's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, we really need to get better at, at getting rid of this. Hey, Shannon, getting rid of all of the noise and the distraction so that you can do the things that you, that you're really here to do, that you're called to do. So we've got to get, we've got to get a hell of a lot better than that. You know, the other thing that tends to come up is, well, you know, how do I stand out from my competition? And if you're thinking like that, then you, it, it can kind of, it, it can make your life a hell of a lot harder than what it actually needs to be because you don't need to stand out from the competition. We don't even care about who your competitors are, uh, which can be a bit of a controversial opinion. Uh, I don't care who your competitors are. I don't care who the leaders are in your industry. I don't care how many books people have written. I don't care how many years of experience they've got. I don't, it doesn't matter. The thing that you have got to focus on, and this is the thing that I've um, always advocated for is so long as you are showing up as you, then you will find that the audience that you want to bring in will be attracted to you because of who you are. They'll be magnetized to you because of who you are. So instead of trying to stand out, which is a really forceful kind of energy, you've just got to show up and be you and, and expect and anticipate that people are going to come in. It's a really great book. Uh, I, I found it a little, I listened to it on audiobook uh, through Audible. I found it challenging because I really had to concentrate on it, but it was really freaking awesome. And it was called Power Versus Force by Dr. Uh, David R. Hawkins. And if you haven't read that, you've got to read it. Okay, because it's, it's this difference between sort of forcing your way into the spotlight, funnily, good name for a book, that, um, instead of like trying to force your way into the spotlight or trying to force your way into somebody's newsfeed and, and trying to, you know, really kind of force the issue and hammer home, you know, why you should listen to me. This is why you should listen to me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Instead of doing that, 
when you're showing up as you, and this helps Nicole with that overwhelm and the noise, right? Where you can just kind of go, hey, Carmen, where you can go, all right, this is what I feel like I need to do today. This is what I feel like I need to share today. This is what the, my audience, my people really need to hear today in order to take one step forward. And I don't care about the competition. I'm just here to serve them. So instead of it being this force kind of where you're like, I've got to stand out. I've got to stand out. I've got to go do this. I've got to go do that. You know, blah, 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 blah. I've got to be noisier, noisier, noisier. And if you're trying to create and build like noise and then, then that's what you're going to create. And when it gets too freaking noisy, people are going to turn off. Gonna, that was me turning off an old time television <laughs> in case you didn't know, uh, which I was the remote for as a child. So, you know, they, they, will, they will flick off, they will turn the volume down, they won't pay attention anyway. So it's not about trying to yell and have your voice heard and, and trying to force your way into their feed, but instead it's about you kind of sitting back, owning who you are, what makes you so special, unique and different, which is you, right? Your experience, your, your life experience, your knowledge, your way of explaining things, your way of doing things. And then putting that out there and, and allowing people to kind of be drawn in to your world. Think about it like this. There are some people who are so softly spoken, right? They're really, they're really chilled out. They're really calm. They're, they, they might sit there and, and talk a bit more like this. And, you know, they kind of have this sort of really calming lilt uh, to the way they, the way they articulate, the way they pronounce their words, the way they deliver their stuff. Some people are really deliberate in the way that they speak and it doesn't make them any less heard. It doesn't make them any less engaging. It doesn't make them any less magnetic. It doesn't make them stand out any less. In fact, sometimes those people who are a bit more like this people kind of lean in that a little bit more, right? And really kind of listen. And so it's not about, you know, standing out online isn't about you trying to add to the noise and trying to shout to be heard. Because if you're doing that, you end up repulsing your audience. But it's about finding your way. You know, I am naturally uh, energetic, and I used to think this was a really bad thing, right? I used, I used to feel guilty about the way that I am because some of this, is, I wasn't planning on talking about this. How about we do this today? Um, I used to get feedback, um, comments made from people that were like, oh, you know, but I can't do things like you do it, Nicola. You know, you're, you're, you're energetic, you're engaging, you're motivating, you're inspiring, you know, you're larger than life, even though I'm very, very short. You know, you're this, you're that. And I used to think that that was more of a criticism, um, not anymore, but I used to, that was when, you know, self-doubt was really prevalent. I was like, oh my God, you know, I can't be that way because I didn't want I don't want to make anybody else feel inferior or I don't want to make anybody else feel like you have to be like me in order to build a kind of business that I've had or create the kind of success that I've had or, or you know, surpass that. And the important thing is that, that I've had to keep coming back to is that the way, and we talked a bit about this yesterday, 
you know, the way that I do things may not be the exact same way. You might not implement them in the same way. You might, you'll use the same tactics because, you know, that would be crazy not to if you're learning from me. But in terms of the way that you show up, the, you, you've got to find something within you to really kind of get past that. And then imposter syndrome dissipates, right? It's like, it's like throwing cold water on the wicked witch of the, like throwing water on the wicked witch of the West. You know, you, you, you throw the bucket on, the witch dissolves and you know, you're good to go. It's like the kryptonite, right? So kryptonite for fear is action. It's reminding yourself that, you know what? I, I can do this. There's enough to go around. Now, it doesn't matter what the feedback is. It doesn't matter what, hey, Sarah, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. What matters is what you're doing. What matters is how you're being. What matters is how you're choosing to invest your time, your energy, your knowledge in order to be able to be you and, and most of all, attract the audience that you want to work with into your business. But to do that, you've got to be visible. But it's not about trying to shout to be heard. Right? As we've talked about, if you're just joining us, make sure you go back and listen to the bit about shouting to be heard when you listen to the replay. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's a really curious thing. And I think one of the beautiful things that I really love about delivering this visible live uh, content, that the curriculum that I'm going through next weekend with people, if you are not in yet, make sure you register. Uh, I've got the link in the comments in there. Uh, it does say, the form does say Sydney, but don't worry, it is online. I am not traveling to Sydney. We are not doing a social distancing event. <laughs> it will definitely be online. Um, the thing that I think is really, really fascinating and really I, I feel very privileged to have been the, um, like the vessel to be able to deliver this curriculum is that when we get to the end of the two days, you finally see how much you know how much you can stand out, how, how simple it is for you to be able to differentiate from your competition, for you to be able to, you know, really step into your own power, share your stories and, and, and come at that from a real place of, of vulnerability, of being really real and helping your audience to see that you're not about, you will fight for them, but you're not going to fight uh, to be heard by them. Right? It's just about you showing up and being willing to do um, exactly what it is that, that you need to do to be seen, to be visible, and then also obviously create and, and get the results from that. So if you are needing a marketing plan, if you are wanting some kick-ass motivation, because you know that's kind of how we roll, uh, then you've got to join Visible Live. The, like, as I said, the link's in the comments. We go live, not this weekend coming, but the following. Um, I think the thing that I really want to leave you with today is, is this. Every single person is going to have an opinion on you, right? Whether they tell you that opinion or whether they don't tell you that opinion, whether they show up as a troll uh, in, your, in your Facebook ads or on your bottom of your videos or in the comments section. Uh, most people experience at some point in time a, a hater, a troll, someone offering unsolicited feedback. The thing that I really want to let you know is that if that ever happens, it is not about you, right? It's about them and their shit and whatever issues it is that are going on for them. But most people who are at, at, 
attacking or who are passing judgment or who are having having a crack at you for showing up are probably sitting in a corner uh, wishing that they had the courage or at some point in time underlying all of this is wishing that they had the courage to be so fucking brave as to show up and chase their dreams and do the work that, that you are willing to do because you know, no, nothing nothing triggers people like seeing someone out there doing the stuff that they want to do, right, in some way, shape or form. So it's not about you, okay? There is the other thing I want to leave you with today is that imposter syndrome is a little gremlin that you want to throw water on, let it go away. You are qualified enough. I know this. You are knowledgeable enough, you have got enough within you right now to help your audience. You just need to become an expert in them. You don't need to become an expert in your industry. You don't need to be recognized by your industry as someone who is fantastic and amazing. It's nice if you are. It's nice to be known as someone who is crushing it in, in your chosen field. That's great, but it's very egocentric, right, if you, if you think about it. Um, you don't need to become an expert in your industry. Oh, you're welcome, Kathy. What you need to do is become an expert in your niche. You need to become an expert in your audience. You need to know them so freaking well that, that when you start talking and you share your messages that it cuts through that noise like a dog whistle to a dog, right? Where they're just like, oh, and then the heavens open up and the angels start singing and you're like, yes, I am here. And they're like, thank God you're here. We've been waiting for you. So there's enough to go around. Imposter syndrome doesn't exist. Did you know that if you can get um, on average, if you can have people spending on average $6,000 a year with you, all you need is 83,000, not 83,000 people, 83 people spending six grand for you to make, is that half a million? Quarter million. Oh, what is, um, oh, I'm looking for my phone. That's really funny. I used to have this all on the top of my head all the time. Yeah, half a million dollars. Six grand each average spend each over the year makes you half a million dollars, right? So it could be $500 a month. That could be people spending $6,000 with you over the course of the year, whether it's through individual sessions or whether it's a package or whatever. You know, 83 people, you guys, 83 people. 42 people or 41 people or 40 people spending, uh, you know, that will net you $250,000 a year, right? If your average spend is $3,000 and you get 83 people, that's quarter of a million a year. You know, it, it's not, we, we often get overwhelmed and, and caught up in the, oh, but it, it, it's gonna, it's just, it's just too big. Like it's too much. The number is too far away and we can get caught up in that. Rather than coming back to, um, you know what? All I need to do is be relevant to 83 people out of the whole entire world and we'll be good, right? That's it. So it doesn't take huge volumes of people for your financial household to be taken care of. The other thing, the other beautiful byproduct of you showing up and you being visible is that you get to really create massive impact uh, globally right? Because the, the world that we live in these days is <laughs> taking Corona out of it. Like it's, it's pretty borderless, right? Our message can go to every country. Our message can go everywhere. Our message can go anywhere. 
so long as you know who, who your audience is. So become an expert in them, share the stuff far and wide. And if you need more help, maybe you need to be invisible live next weekend. Other than that, I am going to set you free about your day. If you have any questions for me, please hit me up. I love answering your questions. So get them on through to me. Meanwhile, get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember, the world is ready right now for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow, if not before. Bye.